Pickaxe. Extended rest for the month of October is brought to you today by the Pub Crawl Anthology Kickstarter. It's already funded. Check it out in the description below. If you don't know what it is, Jameson and a crew of fantastic writers and artists have compiled a anthology of short stories based around bars and drinking. It's fantastic. Please go check it out today and support everyone there. Hi, everybody out there. Welcome to Extended Rest for the month of October. Uh, my name is Jason. I'm usually the Dungeon Master, but tonight we're going to be talking about uh, ARC 2 episodes uh, 47, 48, and 49. With me this evening uh, are two very cautious parents and, and two <laughs> not parents. So uh, let's start with Jameson. Not that they know of. Hi, I'm Jameson. <laughs> uh, and Karen. Hi. And Valerie. Hello, everybody. Who's never on extended rest, but is tonight. That's very true. <laughs> and Alex. Hey, what's going on? Um, Jamie might be joining us at some point, but uh, she is on set. So I, I I love being able to say that about one of our sites. <laughs> Jamie's on set. So she, you know how it is in the biz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um. Before we get started, what did you guys think of uh, this month's episodes? It's mostly a group. It's mostly a group B affair, and Group A has been crazy busy. So it was a Group A, a Group A, and a Group B. Yeah, I enjoy. I mean, we. I don't want to relive what I lived through, but you know, <laughs> you are on the wrong show because that's exactly. <laughs> <what it was. laughs> yeah, no, I, th- I thought that was a pretty pretty solid month. So, okay, let's jump right into it, and uh, let's talk about uh, episode 47, Outrunning Your Past. Um, this was probably the one we got the most feedback about, probably, because uh, there was, well, there's a lot of, there's a lot of sad comments, and mm-hmm. uh, there were less people angry at me than I thought there would be. Um, but yeah, man, there's a lot of stuff I want to talk to you guys about because now we get to talk about all the meta junk, right? Stuff you were thinking <laughs> as players, um, stuff that was suggested on Facebook, Twitter, and Discord, all that stuff. So I want to, I want to talk to you all about that. But, um, let's start things off really light and talk about Sydney. <clears throat> oh, Sydney. I forgot about him. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> what a terrible time for an NPC to debut because that was not the thing that anybody walked away from that episode remembering. <laughs> definitely <laughs> um, a first act character very, hashtag very. never forget <laughs> uh, so Sydney is a huge fan of Braylon just a huge fan um, heard Braylon play and changed his life j- j- found his muse uh, so he did what any rational, calm person would do, and strapped himself to the bottom of Braylon's cart, covered himself in burlap, and I guess just kind of rode under the cart for about, I don't know, five, six hours? I'm just, like, really curious. Like, what was the plan? Like, So, okay, I talked to Bree about this, right? Because we didn't really get to, like, get into it. But the way I was picturing it was... Sydney was so awestruck by how awesome Braylon was that his plan was to just walk up and shake his hand and just like, oh man, teach me your ways, that, that type of thing. But he got really, really nervous at the last second and panicked and just decided, I'm going to hide under the cart. But it's slightly, it's slightly more premeditated than that because he covered himself in burlap so rocks and <laughs> shit wouldn't hurt him too bad on the road. So he did think about it enough that's like, you know what? I'll think of something better on the way. <laughs> just, mm-hmm. So, like, maybe, maybe at a certain point he would have walked up. He's like, "Oh, Braylon, I didn't know you were here." Like, maybe he'd disconnect <laughs> from the cart, like at some point. Because, <laughs> like, just like got, walk out of the woods, right? Like, out of the bush <laughs> or something. Hey, I know you. Aren't you? 
didn't you play the other day? And, and if anyone asked, how did you get here? Uh, it falls apart. He might have panicked and stabbed somebody. I don't know. <laughs> but like, I, I, I'm really looking forward to seeing how, <clears throat> how Braylon's interactions affected Sydney. And I get, wow, geez, I guess you guys are heading back north, so it might be sooner than we think. But oh, I forgot you, about that. Yeah. Uh... You know what I think is going to be really funny. Um, and we're sort of getting into like spoilers for the later episodes. But what if Sydney and Braylon meet again? And Sydney's like, "Oh my God, Braylon! Like, how are you doing?" And Braylon goes, "Uh, who the fuck are you?" Oh, <laughs> that would, I also forgot about like, that, that too. Would break Oops. him. That would, that would break, break him, Sydney. Yeah. Poor guy. <laughs> pretty great, actually. <laughs> I. I I do find it sad that, like, uh, Braylon has not had much luck. No, I haven't. Well, no, in general, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, like, you haven't had much luck in terms of, like, fans. Mm, yeah, I guess. I mean, there was this, this guy, and the people in town, the first time I performed this season, liked me, and then, you know, they most of the guards got killed. That's true. But uh, you did nail the performance. And, yeah, uh, that was and, a good performance. Uh, that was before Donhurst, so that was, what, Lockford? Lockford. Yeah, Lockford, yeah. Yeah. Maybe having less memory will do you a world of good. Maybe that, maybe just like, maybe you're self-conscious. Yeah, it's like a soft soft reset button, but not really soft. So actually, it's a pretty hard reset button. Uh, let's move on to the assassins, the, uh, the three drow characters that woke up the group in the middle of the night. They didn't really, they just kind of stood there for the longest time. Um, but they tried to take Braylon and Calvin into custody. What I, I really want to know this from, from your guys standpoint, two things. One at the time, did it occur to you to just say, okay, let's go, like, to to kind of, like, give in to their demands? Uh, for me, it wasn't, like, not at right away, but I think uh, a couple rounds in, when they were, like, when I re- realized they were using, like, poison stuff, I was like, oh, maybe this is a bad idea. And, like, when there was, the woman was in front of me, and then the guy, or the guy first, and then the woman afterwards, I guess, I don't know what turn that was, but... When after the second person gave me the like the little mini speech of like, "Okay, come with us," right? I considered it. I was like, ah, but then you know, playing as Braylon, it's like, well, well, he wouldn't give up. He wouldn't turn himself in. No way. That's like in character. I know it wasn't. Uh, I know it wasn't crazy for you guys to fight back. Like obviously, you guys have been running for a while. But mm-hmm. yeah, that that's the other thing. It was like after after everything like meta wise, would you go back and change it? Oh, for a hundred percent. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Really? That's so yeah, interesting. Yeah, I wouldn't let nobody die, you know? Like, if Braylon knew somebody would die, like, there's a 100% guaranteed chance somebody would die, he would have he turned himself in, for sure. Uh, we did get a, not Twitter, Rowan, in the chat, uh, why didn't the drought just kidnap them while they were asleep? I, I was playing them very much as arrogant. Like, they were... They kind of introduced the way they introduced themselves was like, "All right, time's up, let's go." Like they were very, very confident in their ability to take out the group if need be. Uh, but obviously that didn't work out. So we'll see what comes of that. Sadly, there was a fight, and uh, that uh, we-, we know how that ended. Larg ended up dying in combat, and. That was a bummer of a way to end a session. Uh, our first death, canonically, of, of Arc 2. That, 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 that's the first time a, a player character's died. Um, and, I mean, we, we got into this a bunch in the behind-the-scenes. Uh, Jameson, you, you were pretty... Like, you were consoling everybody, basically? It's like, hey, you know, these things happen. Because... <laughs> I don't, th- was I reading that wrong? The group seemed kind of fired up about it. Like in the in the moment, it's like, nah, fuck that. We're using the bell. Let's go. Like that type of thing. <laughs> <clears throat> well, uh, I don't know. I mean, it was a combination of things. Like it was, I, it was. You're right. It's a little bit of a down note to end a session on, and it was pretty late at night, and I knew it might be a while before the next session. So right. you know, I didn't want 
um, I, I, I just didn't want people to, um, worry too much about it, I guess. I don't, I don't know how else to put it, but yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I've said it a couple of times at this point, like it sucks, but, um, if there's a way to go out, that like, that was a pretty rad way to go out. <laughs> like that was a right. hell of a fight. So, um, so yeah, I mean, like I'm bummed about it, uh, but I'm not, I'm not like broken up about it, you know? Right. Um, there was something, something about the first arc toward the end where I felt like there was, uh, there was a couple of times where death, it wasn't meaningless, but it, th- there were, there were a couple of moments because of the way things lined up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we shaved a little pomp and circumstance off of it. I don't feel like this is the case, whether you guys, you know, get to Dern Hollow and find somebody that can help or not. I, I do feel like the stuff that's happened on the road since then has kind of built this up a bit. Quick poll for the audience. Do you guys see Larg coming back? Um, and if not, how essentially do you feel like that was a fine way to go out? Like that, that was like, okay, you know what? If we're going to close the book, you know, this is, this is a good final chapter, that type of thing. Warrior writer. Yes. Uh, not Twitter Rowan, not no, to be honest. Uh, Brie, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so we got, we, yeah, it's, it's kind of like, it, it looks like. I don't think so is the way we're leaning, but something I wanted to bring up to you guys. Uh, it was, it was kind of brought up on Twitter, uh, that as a couple of people suggested, why don't you just give group B a break? <laughs> How like, and, and, you know, DMS do that differently. The mysterious airdrop of supplies or something like that. The, you know, it's like, Oh, and you just happen to meet a cleric on the road or however that might manifest. How do you guys feel about that? Because again, you've you've had a cruddy run of luck. Um, I think it's, I think it's a combination of 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 bad luck, probably enforcing um, questionable decisions. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's not all luck. Let's be honest. Right. <laughs> Some of it's cause and effect. Just a little bit. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, you can only make enemies in every city you pass through for so long before it comes back <laughs> to get you. Right. Yeah. And I never feel like you're like ever too hard on us. Um, for me, the big thing is always telling the story. And like, if everybody dies while it happens, I don't really mind that much because for me, the big picture is always telling the story. Mm. So I I feel like, you know, if if you were to, you know, quote unquote, give us a break, that's just like sort of soiling the, I guess, maybe like sort of the integrity of, of the show that we've created together that, yes, bad things happen and bad things can keep happening like group <laughs> four. <laughs> um, but. But I, I think that's what makes it so real. And so I would never want to change that to make it, oh, Jason's, you know, being too hard on us. Like, right. you know, he should he should let us feel better. You know, like that's that's never, ever been on my mind. I it's it, it is a tough road to walk because I want I, I obviously want you guys to have fun and you can only you can only get your ass kicked so many times <laughs> before yeah. it's like. Uh, like that, that, you know, if, if anybody's been on the end of like a monopoly loss is what I call it, where it's just like, yeah, you're losing and you're going to continue. Like, okay. Curse of Strahd, prime example. Alex, Alex was oh, yeah, a part was, of that. Yeah, I was there. I forgot. Yeah. How, <laughs> how fun was that to like show up every month? <laughs> you know, the, the last one wasn't that fun, but right. like, it, that's just the, the nature of that module. Like I've heard stories, you know, so I kind of expected it. If anything, I expected it sooner than later. Playing Strahd was like, you know, when you're in school and the bully says they're going to beat you up after after class, and you're just kind of <laughs> looking at the clock till till the bell rings. That's what Strahd was. That, that like when we said we were going to play it, it's like, oh, just you fucking wait, you're going to see. And it and it was. It was that for six months. Of us. <laughs> <laughs> 
Also, I feel I feel like our team was super un- unbalanced in terms mm. of like because we're all playing classes that we've never really played before, mm. uh, and like there wasn't really uh, a dedicated like I never consider ranger to be DPS at all ever in a million years, even though they can be like early right. level ranger not so much. Everyone early level is not really what their role is supposed to be. Like some classes kind of are, but that's like I feel like that's. 5e, every multiverse in 5e, that's like their equivalent of like, oh, so you think you're a hero. Well, you're a commoner kind of right now. Let's see if you can survive. Then you can become a hero. That's what I feel levels 1, 2, and 3 are like. So it wasn't a huge shocker to me when that happened. Yeah, there's, uh, if I were to go back and do it over again, I think there were a lot of things I would have changed. Um, But that's really neither here nor there. While we are talking about Patreon and Strahd, there's something we've been working on behind the scenes. And, um, uh, our lovely listeners, uh, mostly on Discord, but we asked, we did a poll on Patreon. We, we started talking to everybody just to kind of gauge. I don't know if you guys saw it on Discord, but, um, we were trying to gauge what people wanted. Mm. And it, it got real scatterbrained because <laughs> <laughs> once we opened, once we opened the floodgates, it's like, okay. Well, we are replacing Strahd for our once a month game, um, which started out as one shots, but it's, it's not that. That's not the games. We usually just don't pick up a new system and play it one time. But, um, what we decided to do was run two groups. So we are running a new group in Theria. It will technically be canon, but we're, we're doing a completely new thing. It has nothing to do with what we're doing on the show. It's going to be a group of adventurers on Atheus, and they're doing something, but we're not exactly sure yet. We're still, we're still doing polls and stuff like that. I, I, I see what it's leaning to, and I love it. Um, I think it's going to be really good. It's, I think so too. Remember that? I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah, technically that's a fourth group. Look, Val. <laughs> technically, I'm running. You're seven on group groups. like seven. Yeah, I yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm really looking forward to dusting that off and uh, kind of get to show up and show off a new continent. And you guys have already jokingly, I'm hoping, talked about going to Black Breach. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, I mean, don't know not? how much why of a not? joke that is. Yeah, it's probably real. Like, it's probably serious. Well, let's do it. I'm. I I'm... feel like the the direction that we're leaning would really lend us to going to Black Breach. <laughs> oh, I'm. <laughs> I've been really tight lipped for years about what's on Black Breach, and I'm really kind of excited for someone to dust it off. The second group we are running. And we're going to be running these concurrently, but the second group is taking us a little bit longer. We are going to be doing a Vampire the Masquerade campaign. Um, that is something we've wanted to do for a long time. We had uh, books gifted to us from a lovely, lovely listener. And I'm really hoping that we can get that going by, like, early December-ish? Something like that. So... There will be times where we might post a couple of sessions on Patreon just to kind of empty out the feed, but uh, we'll have uh, we'll have uh, uh, a surplus so that if groups need to cancel, specifically around the holidays, because God, like it's really tough to do anything during the holidays, we can pinball back and forth and kind of keep up with stuff. So, really looking forward to running those two things, like vampires in a modern setting, like. The one thing I'm worried about is, like, it tackles all kinds of stuff, like social, political things, um, th- and on top of that, vampires. So I'm really looking forward to that. That's going to be a completely new flavor of stuff. Um, and Jameson's a part of the vampire game. Yep. And Karen and Alex are part of the Therian game. What? Mm-hmm. What? So you'll get more information on that as we get closer. But yeah, that's what we're planning for Patreon. So we hope that covers enough bases and people, people, yeah, will enjoy it. How's about we talk about Arc 2, Episode 48, since you've been gone. Um, group A gets back to the, uh, well, some of them come from Aubrey, uh, specifically Maddie and Evan. Um, and... 
this is pretty much a talky episode, like a very uh, explore the town, see what's going on type of thing. So kind of the opposite of the group B that was posted where there was a death and fighting and all that. Um, I need to talk to you guys about something because this is uh, we actually had listeners ask a question. Is there any real beef between group A and group B? Because no I, offense, wait, I love you, you guys. You guys talk shit on the behind oh. the scenes. That's, I mean, you know what? That's just who I am. Like I say, that's not true. You know, I don't really, I don't, I don't harbor any negative feelings towards anyone. Because most of those people in Group A, I've played with them before. You know, <laughs> like I don't uh, even know what's going on. I didn't know there was a beef. <laughs> there's no beef. Like that's the jo- like. There's a joke. Uh, like oh, Group A hasn't been to, put to the test, and Group B. Yo, I think the, I think Group A said something about Group B at one point, something about the divide. I forget, but <laughs> it's been in the behind the scenes now a few times, and I'm <laughs> I'm kind of anxious to see what Group A does in the divide and how that treats them. And yeah, how, me too. What if they glide through it buttery, uh, buttery smooth? That would be fine. There would be no bitterness yeah, at all. It's because we did all the hard stuff. Whatever. No. It's, <laughs> it's okay. Uh, so the episode, uh, the episode pretty much starts off with Group A um, waking up in the end and exploring the town and stuff. Uh, Maddie wants to show Ubo the sunrise uh, in the Aubrey Temple. That was a really nice moment. Yeah. Um, kind of taking a breather. And I almost feel like there's a calm before the storm on Group A, where once they leave, once they leave Aubrey and get past Dernhull, I feel like it's going to be a while before they have these kind of restful, uh, reflective moments. Yeah, I can say that too, because I feel like the same thing happened to us when we left Lockford, right? It was just like nonstop uh, event after event. Do you realize? Oh, fair that, sorry. That, what, uh, oh, God, yeah. That because of the nature of the show and how often we record, uh, Lockford was probably last year. Oh, my God. Right? It doesn't <laughs> we feel were in like the divide that. so long. You guys were in the divide a long time. I'd that say was four definitely or five last months. year because I joined, I, my first episode was in December, and that was. Uh, that was Donhurst. So, jeez. Yeah. Happy anniversary. Um. <laughs> 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 uh, while they're doing that, uh, the rest of the group is pretty much uh looking for a place to shop, uh, and just kind of stealing fruit and just kind of getting into shenanigans, I guess. Um. Cutting ahead, Donovan, Astor, and Masoka barter with Artemis for the best deal possible. Artemis oh, looked like I a real I remember this now. <laughs> yes. I love playing Artemis, but he really comes off as a sucker in this scene. <laughs> or maybe so annoyed, like he was battered into just giving them things. <laughs> well, Donovan and Masoka make a really good pair in terms of just like... Shaking somebody down. Mm. <laughs> it like is completely a, different approaches, but it works. Yeah, they're, 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 it's not quite conning somebody. You're right. It is yeah. a little bit more, it leans a little bit more to the shaking someone down thing, but it's, it's a nice shaking someone down. <laughs> like they're well, doing Donovan's it with a nice. smile. <laughs> yeah, Donovan's nice. Yes. Masoka, <laughs> the line, you can give it to me now or I'll just take it later. Was ballsy as shit, wasn't it? Yeah, that's absolutely. a power move. It's it, he's telling you. It's like, yeah, I'm gonna rob you. What? That is. It's like, yes, I'm going to commit a crime in this town. That is very ballsy. Um, and if it were anybody but Artemis, they'd probably report it. <laughs> uh, finally, closing out the episode. Um. Artemis essentially con- uh, contracts Masoka to steal uh, some stuff back for him from a patron who who didn't end up paying in full. So 
while he's doing that, Maddie and Anvin find out uh, from Clarissa that there's been just a shit ton of stuff in Aubrey. Some of that stuff you guys were connected with, uh, Grayson and Tamara and and all that. We found out that um, uh, Father White's sick and is dying. Uh, th- th- there's just a ton of stuff there. <clears throat> Yeah, I called this episode the episode where Group A inherits all of Group B's problems, <laughs> while Group B goes off and makes a lot more problems. <laughs> <laughs> like they they inherited the the Grayson and and Tamara pro, uh, problem. They found out uh, well they got Sydney right because they dealt yeah. with that. Mm-hmm. Um, they're obviously heading to Donhurst to deal with that. Uh, what else? There was a couple other things too. It was like, oh, that was us. That was us. That was us. <laughs> I remember yeah. listening to the episode and being like, oh man, we've just made things real hard for Group A, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm looking forward to when they get to Dern Hollow. Oh man, it's gonna be on fire again. That's gonna be. Ah, <laughs> oh, we didn't we didn't do that though. That, yeah, well, we're, we we're back that. though. <laughs> we're back in Dern Hollow. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys see a crossover? I was very specific on not using any of my fire cantrips. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's fair. I'm um, confused about the timeline. What What's the timeline right now between groups A and B? Technically, the, you're behind uh, yeah. in the timeline because you guys were, again, stuck in the divide for quite a while. So um, right. all this, so, I'm walking a tricky line because if you guys, let's say you guys go back to Dern Hollow. And you throw something in the mix that it would be weird of it not to come up for for Group A. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm I'm trying to walk a line with that, but okay. yeah. Uh, it speaking of which, there's a really cool thing coming up for Group C because they're right on the cusp of something really huge uh, that happened at DragonCon. So. Oh. Yeah, Group C is going to have their hands full. We we recorded an episode already. There's a ton of stuff going on for them. You'll hear a lot about that next month, though. So, uh, that was basically the episode. Just them catching up in Aubrey and stealing stuff and and just kind of minorly getting involved in things. I like how they actually stole stuff and nobody said Jack, but we didn't even <laughs> take anything and we got all the shit. <laughs> Yeah, we had to like consider fighting a drug addict or something. Like, come on, that's true. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe because here's the thing. Here's the only thing I can think of for that. No one expects better out of Masoka. <laughs> <laughs> there are no standards. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I think Karen, when you got involved as Callie, I think people are like. Shame on you. You're better than this. Like, I think that's what it was. Okay. Well, I, that's, that's a, that's a compliment. People, people think of you highly. You think because you live in trees, you're better than me? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. At last, certainly not least, we closed out the uh, the month of canonical episodes with Lost in Thought episode 49. This is a session that I prepped for all day. And then immediately threw out everything that I had prepped. Because <laughs> you decided that the the fastest route between point A and point B was heroin. Um, <laughs> shrooms at the worst. Shrooms, Thank yeah, you. that's yeah, it's not heroin. But I, I wow, guys, I don't know. I, okay, so here's what I thought. I thought the choice was down to whether or not you'd use the bell, and then if not, the choice would be to quickly try to get Larg somewhere where perhaps a cleric could help or something like that. I did not see I I did not see the use of drugs coming up. I I did not. What what this mostly I feel like this was mostly Ian. Like Ian 100%. Kind of, 100%. 100%. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, what are the rest of you guys thinking then? I mean I I, I was just willing to go with it. I'm like, "You know what? If he has an idea, 
and it sounds semi plausible. Oh, let's stick with it. Let's do it. Because right. he's telling me, like, in my backstory, you know, my mom would talk to the gods. And I'm like, oh, it sounds like the fucking oracles from ancient Greece. Okay, I can, yeah, that sounds cool. And then we got to take drugs. And I was like, oh, I don't know about this. This isn't. <laughs> wait, wait, no, wait. Like, not. Let's back up. What happened in his backstory? <laughs> Something about, like, he, the people his the people of his tribe or his, his, his little village or where he's come from would, they believe achieving this meditative state using performance enhancing drugs would allow them to be closer <laughs> to steroids to yeah Using steroid, just flexing yeah. all day just... and i was like in my head i'm like yeah kind of makes sense i've heard of that like on like discovery channel and stuff so yeah, right. okay, yeah. and i got you know. i i i tried to frame it maybe i didn't do a very good job but when the drug was first brought up, I tried to frame it as something where it's open to interpretation, right? Because they're, mm. they're fucking people who get zonked out on like ayahuasca and peyote and all that shit. Yeah. And like fucking, yeah. like they, 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 it's like, I talk to Jesus. And it's like, I mean, I guess, man, like I, I, like it's hard to disprove. <laughs> well, what I like about it is because Braylon and Calden are two of the only people in the world who actually know for a fact that something's different with the gods now. Right, and so maybe they know that the rules are different, yeah. so maybe this will work or, or never would have before. I don't know. Like, I like that. That's sort of an insider knowledge to take that chance where everybody else is like, "That sounds fucking crazy." The, <laughs> that, there was n- none of that was going through my head, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're giving me way more credit. <laughs> I, li- I literally just thought it up <laughs> right now, but it makes sense. Yeah, like, yeah it, it makes it, sense it, for, yeah. for the idea to come from from Calden, who was one of the handful of people to, who knows that the rules are different now. It makes perfect sense for him to. I don't right. think that's. I'm not sure that was what was going through Ian's head, but <laughs> I, yeah, that's that's one of those things. I was I was hoping to get Ian on on this show because I I'm I'm not like I don't want it to come off like I'm coming at Ian, but it is one of those. No, no. Like, okay, Dashik's asked in the chat, where did the idea that dropping acid would make a connection to God? Was there anything in Therian history that would indicate that? I don't think so. <laughs> I, I I basically, oh boy, hold on. Whoop, there we go. I I don't like to tell anybody flat out no, but it is kind of up to interpretation because if you're a person in the world, just like if you're on Earth and you ask a hundred people, "Hey, does taking this drug connect me with God?" Some of them are going to say, yeah, right? Like, some of them are going to say crystals heal you and shit, too. So, like, yeah. I mean, it's it's just I, – I don't know how Calden would interpret it, right? Because he kind of goes off on the, the stuff about the mountains sometimes. So it's like, well, maybe it's like a nature thing. Like, he's kind of connected to nature. Callie didn't seem 100% convinced. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, like, when you first were describing it, I was imagining kind of like um, there's like that what I'm going to get that one episode of Buffy where she goes into the desert. And oh, I thought yeah. it was going to be more like that, but it wasn't. It, <laughs> I was just like, I don't know. He, it was, he was so insistent on doing it. Mm-hmm. She was just like, I, I guess, but I don't, I don't think this is going to, this is going to do what you think it's going to do. <laughs> right. That was so okay. I don't want to waste everybody's time too, so I wanted to slip things in there that could be. Um, so I guess we'll get right to it. So while <laughs> Larg's dead body is loaded up on this wagon, <laughs> and Braylon and Calden just get super high, and they <laughs> they pass out next to Larg's dead body on either side of them, and then you got. Elena driving and Callie and Tatiana kind of playing spotter to both of them, right? Because right off the bat in the session, it's like, okay, well, everyone needs something to do. So I need to think of like, what would everyone be doing in this situation? Then I don't want to just waste everybody's time. So like, there was no way for me to know that one, you guys were going to do this and then who was going to do it. So I had to kind of make up hallucinations on the flyer, what we're self subconscious would be doing. And then I wanted to slip things in there that could be read a little further into, you know what I mean? Specifically the stuff at the end, because mm-hmm. I do kind of want that to go somewhere, but I did get, um, I saw someone ask on discord and I saw a couple of people ask on Twitter, essentially 
um, I, I don't think it was upset, like them being upset, but I do think it was like, well, was there ever any chance of them actually talking to God? Like kind of frustrated with the situation because I think Ian was so convinced that listeners got convinced too, maybe. Mm. Isn't, isn't that what faith is though? You just, <laughs> you believe it to happen and eventually maybe possibly it can happen. There you go. Right. Yeah. And I mean, Boom. <laughs> <laughs> got him. End show. And that's it. That's a wrap. <laughs> Drop the mic. I'm wondering how Calvin's going to frame it when, uh, when you guys come out of it. Like, just like, I know exactly what's going on or I don't know if that was so helpful. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm wondering if he's going to walk away thinking, what will that reinforce? Will that galvanize him? And it's like that, that was exactly the right thing to do. I don't know if I'm going to let him do that in the silver glade. That's for sure. Oh yeah. That's, that's the original plan. Wasn't it to go to the yeah. silver glade and just mm-hmm. like connect with nature, man. No, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> the sheiks said, what happens if the group is attacked by a couple of trolls or something while they're on this acid trip? You can't easily defend that. No, just re-roll new characters. <laughs> <laughs> or try to outrun them with two donkeys. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I... Raylan had the best thunder wave or thunderclap of his existence. So <laughs> that, was that was so Clearly fucking we're going to be fine. That was the most national lampoon thing that could have happened right then and there. <laughs> that <laughs> whole trip... So, okay, Jameson, you had to be silent that entire time. And right about that point is when the fucking, the wheels f- just so fell off. Like, we're pinballing back and forth between Calden and Braylon, things that aren't happening but are having physical representations for their body. And, you know, between that and Valerie's trying to keep control of this card after the thunderclap goes off and... You know, Tatiana and and Callie are just being tossed around in the back. Like that. What are you thinking as of? <laughs> it went from yeah, it definitely went from what the hell to to just literally enjoying it like it was a National Lampoon's movie. It was like <laughs> it was Murphy's Law in in half a session. Everything happened that was exactly the wrong thing to have happen. <laughs> but it was it, it was entertaining as hell to listen to. Let's talk about the ending. Uh, a few things to come out of this. One, let's talk about Braylon. Poor fucking Braylon. Mm-hmm. Cool. You know, it, there's always a cost. Yeah. Every episode has had a cost so far. I actually thought of, I've thought a ton about that, Alex. Something I wanted to bring up to you is mm-hmm. um, how cool to that this kind of happens like right after Braylon's kind of at that breaking point with Larg and he like brings up all the other people they've lost and this, that, and the other thing. And he's like, he's almost done. And then he forgets everybody. Yeah. And and like what, what a different character he's going to be for a little while. And then how bad is it going to be when they all come back at the same time? Oh, <laughs> I never thought about them all coming back. They're all going to come back yeah. at, at the same time, and that's going to fucking suck, and I can't wait. <laughs> They're like turning on the faucet, and it just doesn't yeah. stop. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, just, uh, wow, yeah. Is that something, Alex, is that something you've been thinking about? Like, how? Like, is this? I didn't even you... think about that second half. I just right, thought about, like, I'd... you know, he's going to be, I'm going to play him, like, more, uh, ha- you know, cheerful, because, like, oh, this is, where am I? These new people. What the hell am I doing? I didn't think about the second half where it's like, oh, my God, I remember everything. I feel everything. I feel oh, too much. God, that's Jameson's a terrible person. <laughs> just, let's just all agree. Let's. I, I, I'm. I'm really okay. So, are you looking forward to this more like it's an opportunity to do new stuff, or were you kind of bummed that because you're not starting over with your character? You still know, like Braylon still know, still knows who he is and where he comes from. It's just all the immediate stuff, like who the party is, what's going on, the circumstances, all that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like it's like failing a grade. <laughs> it's like you know, you know the subject matter, but like there's something you messed up on, obviously, which got you to repeat. You know, repeat this grade. Right. Uh, I don't. I not. I wasn't super bummed. It was just like surprising more than anything. Like holy shit! Like what do I do now? <laughs> and then trying to recal. Like I have to try and recalibrate myself to be like, okay, well. What do I think Braylon would be like if he forgot the last? I'm assuming it's like probably the last like two years of his life. Somewhere you know? there, yeah. Yeah. 
So that's that's the biggest struggle for me. I don't not it's nothing nothing to put me down. It was more of like an opportunity to to reshape him, but at the same time keep the framework the same. Right. <clears throat> let's uh, let's talk about one of the other big things to happen uh, at the end of the, uh, the end of the episode. Uh, while Keldon's kind of having this spirit journey, hallucination, whatever you want to call it. Uh, he kind of, uh, he kind of has this little standoff with the black hand and it's insinuated that either Calden's subconscious is tying, uh, some greater demonic entity or Darmok himself to the black hand or Darmok is actually somewhat tied to the black hand. I wanted to know what you guys thought about that, which, which you think is true. Um, and listeners too, like, let's, let's, let's kind of weigh in. What do you, do you think that was just all in his head and that's how he rationalized stuff? Or do you think there was some deep remaining to the entire spirit journey thing? Mm, I mean, I feel like in media, the media that I ingest, you know, comics, movies, television, things like that. Whenever there's like dream sequences, it's always like a cop out sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like I can I can tell when it's a cop out when it isn't a cop out. And I feel like in in our show on DNR, whenever there's like dream, it's very rare that we have dream sequences. Mm-hmm. So that's why I feel like it's more of Calden subconscious piecing together things that he would not have been able to realize consciously. Like it took it took his mind being at a certain level of peace for him to get all of these bits of information that he maybe has perceived and stored away without him knowing. And then he's kind of like, okay, I'm putting it together a puzzle now. I have all this free time because you know I'm high. <laughs> That's how I really, see it. it really just goes to show you guys out there: get high if you're really trying to figure out. I legally do not condone that. <laughs> Depends what state you live in. Yeah. Well, okay. You're right. <laughs> California's pretty, pretty safe, I guess. Yeah. But don't do it. No, don't do drugs, kids. Um, good Lord. Is there anything else you guys took away from the series of episodes? Something like that that you wanted to think? Maybe something I didn't even think of, because Jameson just brought up something about the, the, I guess, the coming mental crash for Braylon. I didn't even think about that. Start the timer. <laughs> 30 days equal to real time play two years oh easy <laughs> yeah unless you guys calendar. just make camp in in town for a couple of weeks or something really shave some time off there <laughs> you know first thing Brandon's gonna say is where's my money because he's broke that's <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, a new feeling for him being broke that's this new life this new heroic life we should rob somebody <laughs> <laughs> that's that would actually be amazing, come to think of it. Going back to Dernhuddle to try and rob the same establishment again. Because oh my gosh. <laughs> Braylon has no memory of it's like it'll who's be, the richest uh, person in town. <laughs> it'll be like that episode of It's Always Sunny, where they redo the whole they redo the whole uh, van gasoline prank or something like that. I forget what they do. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They trash they become garbage men again. <laughs> and they succeed and they give up because like, yeah, you know, this is no fun. Let's just sell gasoline. <laughs> Um, lovely people of the chat, if you guys have questions, um, and you want us to try and answer them about these episodes or, or something for the cast, give it to us. Let's, let's see what we can cover in the next, like, ten minutes or so. What are you guys looking forward to this next month? Because we do have, I think we have a, we have a session on the books coming up for you guys. Mm -hmm. We haven't played since this episode came out, so... It's been so long. It's been a while. So, so we don't know anything more than listeners know right now. Everything's in a state of maybe. Could it's happen. killing me. It is killing me. It, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I never said congratulations, James. And wow, I'm sorry, dude. I never even what? said it on Facebook that you did your, your Kickstarter. Your Kickstarter. Oh, yeah. 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 Why? Yeah. What Kickstarter are you, are you talking about? Well, Jason. <laughs> Plug. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
Is, yeah, so anybody who, who hasn't heard it yet, I guess, I'm uh, currently uh, a week and a half or so into a Kickstarter I'm running for a graphic novel anthology that I am producing. Uh, we've already reached our goal of 6500 but now we're looking for a stretch goal of 14000 so that we can actually pay everybody, because uh, that'd be nice. Uh, but it's a, yeah, it's a collection of 12 short stories. Uh, it's called the Pub Crawl Anthology. The hook being that every story takes place in a bar. And it's rad. And you should buy it and read it. I bought it. I <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Awesome. I think most wow. of us did. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I had no idea. That's I awesome. Actually, it was like midnight, my time, or our time, basically, like the day that you launched it, but you hadn't like actually launched it, I don't think, until you got up in the morning. But I was like, it's midnight. I want to buy this. Where is it? <laughs> <laughs> the demand was so high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I just wanted to do it before I forgot. I'm so scatterbrained lately. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah I've, oh, yeah, I've been so busy. I haven't even been really pimping it that much, but I'm going to have to get back on that train. So thank you for reminding me. <laughs> there you go. I take 5%. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to wait till I get a cut first. Oh, shit. You're right. That's that 14K goal. So get on it, everybody. Share it with your friends. Um, has this been extra stressful between the Kickstarter and waiting to see if your character lives? Uh, you know what? I've been I've been occupying myself with with like a thousand backup character ideas, ah, <laughs> which is a problem because I have to like I toy around with an idea and then I'm like, okay, drop it before you get too excited about it. And right. then But then my brain is like, ooh, here's a different idea. Um, so it's a good thing that Vampire Game came up with because it gave me a diff- something that can actually happen to think about. Um, but yeah, between that and the Kickstarter and, and, uh, October's always, October's just always a crazy month for me. I don't know why I decided to run a, a Kickstarter in October. Um, because it's, I, I live in the Halloween capital of the world and it's Halloween and all these fucking tourists are here. Aren't wow. you so excited for Wednesday? <laughs> wow. Oh my God. That was that so- a Wednesday. That's so, ugh, God. Um, that's yeah, well, so lame. Wednesday Halloween is 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 actually good because it's the slowest um, of the of of the six year cycle when it comes around. <laughs> six year cycle. <laughs> that is I, true. I worked as a tour guide for ten years. Five of those were in Salem. It was a goddamn nightmare. I went <laughs> I went down there a couple years ago, the day before Halloween, and it was insane. It was pouring rain, but it was still insane. Yeah, it's like Mardi Gras for like three yeah. hours. And then the the riot police come out and tell everybody to go home. <laughs> wow! Because because pe- people keep getting stabbed. What? Yeah, They're like they find, hanging out in fucking cemeteries. Yeah, they find people in the harbor, and then that ruins everybody's party. Um, I believe you mean the harbor. The harbor. <laughs> the harbor. This is Down the right by the Everybody go home. Yeah. <laughs> go watch the socks on TV. <laughs> Hey, listen, Sox are uh, in the World Series right now, and yeah, they're up 2 right nothing. So, yeah, I hope they win. On? You know what? I hate the Dodgers. You Good. know what? If you're Thanks. in Los Angeles and you're a Dodger fan, don't you ever come up to me. You're from San Fran, right? <laughs> yeah, because I will yeah. spear you into a wall. That's going to happen. <laughs> ever watch wrestling? Goldberg. That's what will happen. <laughs> Beat L.A. Oh my god. Um let's talk that's what you were talking about the other day on Facebook. Yeah, sports. Sorry, I, I should have No, I didn't I didn't know it's like I narrowed it down to sports, but I'm like, but what sport? And I wasn't gonna Google it. So like I just I, I was just I just questioned it for a couple of seconds and it's like eh and moved on. <laughs> I mean, full disclosure, I'll talk about the Pats mostly because it pisses people off, but I'm a baseball guy. Oh, that so. is Listen, if the Pats or the Sox are in anything, it's literally like I have to stay away from Facebook for like eight years. Already, oh, <laughs> uh, here's here's another one last fun fact, and I'll shut up. Uh, I have the distinct pleasure of having worked for both the Boston Red Sox and Samuel Adams, two Boston uh, mainstays, and oh. having been fired by both of them. <laughs> Who are you? You have a it's very like, interesting life. Yeah, Michael? I was gonna say. I told you I was, I was a tour guide for ten years. I've worked in a lot of weird fucking places. That's that's wow. Okay, we're gonna we should have covered that in the character chat. Why would we do that? <laughs> because it's depressing. Because no. all those jobs sucked. They were well, fun, but they sucked. 
Oh, I mean, at least you never <laughs> led like the duck tours and. Uh, funny story. No, no, didn't say. No, I drove a trolley, but it wasn't a duck. Oh, okay, okay, good. I drove, but I did drive a I did drive a forty five foot bus up Beacon Hill and crash into somebody though. So. On purpose? <laughs> no, not on purpose. It was okay. a forty five foot bus, and Beacon Hill is uh, one lane wide. So. Oh. <laughs> So I took off a few rearview mirrors. That's all. I better see that comic book in the pub crawl anthologies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, were you drunk at the time? Uh, no, but some of the people on my bus were. Oh, cool. So it still counts. It's just still, still counts as a criteria. I used to make shit up. I, when people either were drunk or partying or just didn't speak English, I would just make up facts. It was awesome. Anyway, <laughs> We've, we're on a tangent now. <laughs> That's uh, fine. I like this tangent. Let's tackle uh, Let's tackle some listener questions. Hi, everybody out there in the chat. Thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight on this beautiful Friday. Uh, G. Soto asks, Jason, is there still more possibly with Larg? I'm, I'm going to assume you're talking about um, the possibility of Larg coming back. We exist right now in a state of Larg being both alive and dead because we don't know what's going to happen. They could get back to Dern Hollow and everything works out okay. There's a lot of ifs. Uh, luck is going to have to be on their side a little bit, because I've thought about it, and there's two things I could do. I could either decide whether or not there's a cleric of uh, significant enough training and power that could attempt to bring Lark back, and then would they, to risk their lives, or I could leave some of it up to rolls. So I'm going to be doing that. And uh, I like the random elements of it. I love the chance of it. So when we sit down next, I will have done that. And we'll find out together. Jameson, you should have just gotten eaten by werewolves. Then you'd know yeah. your fate. Yeah, yeah you <laughs> really already takes you... the doubt out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. There's nothing left to resurrect. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's called the Make Karen Cry uh, Gambit. And I've been doing I it actually, for years. You know what? I actually don't think I cried that time. No, uh, the not that time. Not that time. The old MKG, huh? <laughs> a- MKC, sorry, MKC. <laughs> MKG is Machine Gun Kelly, who's a rap artist who's terrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> I only know about him because of the diss track thing that happened. Yep. Yes, yeah. thank you. I didn't yeah. know about. I didn't know he he lived uh, until. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? Neither did most of his fans that are currently <laughs> listening to him because thanks Eminem for giving him Machine Gun Kelly a new platform. But anyways. We've covered a you lot of ground me. tonight. We've covered sports and tour guideism and uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, I, I think we've really we've really reached out. We've ventured out tonight. So uh, I've, got some, I've got some stories. <laughs> I, why? Never mind. This is a I'm new even... Patreon segment. Yeah. <laughs> In two years, when we get to do another character chat, you're going to talk See, about that. I'm not even drinking because I'd be into like story six right now if I was drinking. <laughs> you know, let me tell you about this guy who thought that the fucking house was floating. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Warrior Rider, whose hands do you think were on the black hand shoulders, assuming the vision was remotely real? We did kind of talk about that. Um <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I mean... Everyone knows. It was Garrick. Everybody knows. You know what sucks? If there was a group that was gonna have a chance to find out, it's Group C. They're currently in Brightport. So this might not even be a mess you guys need to deal with. Maybe Group C will clean it up. I like that our messes are being inherited by two groups now. (laughs) What are you saying? Well, they're they're already involved because they had that assassin with the with the list of names a while ago. Yeah, so that's they, true. Yeah, Boba Fett. Yes, yeah, I remember the first Boba Fett. Fett. Yeah, oh, Boba Fett won. <laughs> Jangle Fett herself. <laughs> oh, let me ask you guys a question. Do you think? Let's put all this amnesia and Lark dying aside. Do <laughs> you think the Black Hand is going to try and find uh, someone either more competent? Or more people to go after the group now that this group of assassins isn't going to check in. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's been—it's already been going on for years and years and years. There's—I don't see a, a reason why. Oh, a couple people didn't come back. Is—is—is is, is gonna stop the black hand literally at all? 
Yep. Yeah, I'm curious. The one thing I'm curious about is how long it'll take to realize that they're not coming back and then to send more people out. <laughs> That's the one thing I'm wondering about. Maybe that'll be some time. Like, yeah, maybe. In maybe. a month or so, she's going to be like, I don't think they're going to come back. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sure she's got agents in every city that are, you know, she's got, got a whole network set up. So, I mean, you don't know how far her reach extends. It might not well, be that far. At uh. least to Dern Hollow. At least to demons is the real answer there. Also, <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's got to be like some sort of like magical communication. It can't just be like by messenger or whatever. I feel like we've been setting up dominoes this entire arc, <laughs> and we're just about ready to knock them all down. And I feel like the first half of arc two was building it all up. And the second half of arc two is just going to be explosions and running. I don't know how that's going to work out, but man, am I excited. Oh, Michael Bayfoon. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, but film better. Like we need, you know what we need? We need, um, Oh, what was, what was hubcap and grease spot? What were those two racist ass transformers that were in Transformers (laughs) two? Skid mark and butt plug. What what were their names? No, no, I don't know, but I know it wasn't that. Okay. My husband would murder you right now if he were to I, hear you. He, okay, if he's a real Transformers fan, he fucking hates those two. So. He does. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> Skinmark and butt plug? <laughs> Hello? I think one's called mud flap. All I know is they don't read so good. That's all I know. Yeah, um, that was pretty terrible. That's fucking awful. <laughs> 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 fucking teeth. Anyway, um, does anyone want to say anything before we before we wrap things up and let everybody get back to their? Oh, everybody out there who was bummed we didn't put out a a show this last Monday. <laughs> You will be getting this extended rest on Monday, and on Halloween, we recorded uh, we recorded this really cool slasher thing from uh, Limitless Adventures um, uh, back to Kickstarter a while back, and we got this, you know, a set of modules in the mail. So, uh, we ended up playing that, and that'll be posted uh, Wednesday, you said it's Halloween, right? So, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that'll be ready to go. So, you'll get two episodes this, this coming Monday. It all works out. Everything's fine. Please stop emailing <laughs> us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, anybody got anything else to say? It was called Mudflap and Skids. <laughs> oh, I was so close. Really? Holy shit. Yep. Yep. It's almost worse than what Jason was coming up with. <laughs> Pretty close to it, yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Sound like D list GI Joes. <laughs> <laughs> like that ninth generation well, of Ninja Turtle characters that were like they had to start making them battery operated. These spin, I guess. I don't fucking know. Just buy the figures. This one's just, in space. I just came up with a new backup D and D character. Skids. Skids. Hey guys. <laughs> Drow with buck teeth and fucking like the most oh racist character. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll put out a press release it's like I I don't know what we were thinking. Um He's off uh, the show, don't worry. He's off the show. <laughs> <laughs> he's back doing tours. <laughs> As skids. <laughs> Uh, in parting, oh, he said, like "Go socks." Uh, he, he said, "You'd know what that means, everybody." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, guys! Uh, in the chat, one more time. I told you you'd get tired of us saying it. Go back the uh, go back the pub crawl anthology. It is on Kickstarter. We're only halfway into this campaign. Can you believe it? You're only going to hear about it 2,600 more times until we get to that $14,000 goal. Uh, and everybody gets paid. And, uh, yeah. Uh, it's on the front page of our website. It's on Facebook. It's on Twitter, like daily. Go check it out. Uh, and thank you to everybody who backed that. It's, it's really fucking awesome. Uh, I'm, I'm so happy to see that get like funded in two days. I think it was. Yeah. Three days. Was yeah. Amazing, Thanks man. a ton. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure over a third of the backers are all DNR people. So <laughs> I super appreciate it. It's awesome. It helps that we all like comic books. 
Yeah, yeah right? There's some yeah, overlap. Yeah. There's a Venn yeah. diagram there. Really and I don't even like books. comic books. Well, you oh, will there now. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> this is your Valerie, gateway. Valerie loves <laughs> drinking, though. That's the thing. So well, ah, 50% go. of it. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. yeah. That's what I like to do. Know. I like to find two things that I like and combine them together. So comic <laughs> books about booze. There we go. <laughs> Uh, next one's going to be about baseball. Uh, <laughs> we will see you next month with a brand new host of episodes, and we'll meet back in November to talk about it. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Go rate us on iTunes. Spread the word. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we hope you guys have a great month. Bye. Bye. Bye, Bye everybody.